talent and education will fail you. Talent will fail you. College will fail you. But true doership is about having a sickeningly psychotic work ethic. You work while everyone else is asleep. You're reading a few pages from three, four, five books at once. You stand over money. You stand over doubt and you command part of your soul that your natural eyes will trick you and say, all done. No, the work never changes. The mind changes. It'll always be a dog-eat-dog. Dog. And whoever can out-deliver, out-think, out-work anyone else, those are the 7% for who dictate and employ, control the too tired, the 93%, the unawoke. It's where the Beatles came from. It's where George Washington came from. And how a dweeb, third-rate, average Joe like me ends up multimillionaire. It's this code. The code is a, the DNA, the I am mindset of the CEO of where you work, of yourself. You don't stop when other people stop. Your mind doesn't sleep. It's no one can affect your position because you would die for what you believe in and everyone else can kiss your bootstraps. It's I know what I know, what I know, what I know, because what I know I can hear inside my own head. Everyone else can go grab a lottery ticket. Everyone else go send out another resume. If you are already drawing a crowd, if you already have a flock, an influence, a book, a business, a customer base, source then you already did this in them it's inside of you it's natural maybe I'm going to explain why it works why you're able to draw a crowd buy a house start a business to seemingly create out of nothing to manifest to make appear in your life to stand over money. And that has nothing to do with talent. It has nothing to do with education. This millionaireship doesn't consider talent. And it doesn't consider education. doesn't care where you graduated from. It's a process. And it's available to everyone. But not everyone's going to follow the path. Not everyone's going to do things in, well, a certain way. The parable of the sower, and I am not of that. 
I am none of that. See, there was this farmer guy, old, successful, and he had an attraction system that I'd like to share with you. See, when I discovered this system, when I began to implement it and push my intent to the universe and I began to attract. See, first it started as customers. I began to attract the customers and then friends and then people who would show up, who would manifest, who would materialize in my life to help me. See, all of the money that you want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, and checkbooks of other people. And not in some weird scammy way, but in order for you to serve them, in order for you to grow, in order for you to have more, be more, serve more, you need more people. A bigger mailing list, a bigger customer list, a bigger book, more houses, more business, more people to sell to. You need more. And for everyone that looks a little different. But the parable of the sower is the same. Success is formulas 5,000 years old. Now, talent and education, don't misunderstand me, can serve you. And it can really serve the right person. But they will fail you. Your talents will give. You can't control everything, but you can control your effort. You can control what you do. No one can take that from you. My friend, a farmer, so there he was. Tossing seeds. You ever see the way the farmers used to do it? They would toss them. They would till the ground, plow the ground, and throw out seeds. The problem, though, is that he was chucking them you know, just an inch or two off the, good, off, off the good grass, off the ground. And so th they fell a bit, onto, some of them, onto bad soil. See, they didn't, he didn't quite know how to take the ground and till it and fertilize it and roll it into rows and to cultivate it. Man began to develop that over time. He began to learn the skills of how to harvest and how to multiply. It be, as, and as he began to perfect this process, it, it was in congruence. It was, it was in rhythm. It was in rhyme with the universe. And it began to cycle around moon cycles and seasons. And man began to cultivate and to grow. And we could see that in business. We can see a reflection of nature. We can see ourselves in there. Doing things in a certain way. And like life, this old farmer was throwing out some seeds and some of them just fall onto bad soil. And just like when you do your best and you miss your mark, you know, by an inch, stuff happens, right? So the farmer, of course, he looked up to the supernatural as many of us do, God, He looked up and he said, that's not of me. Meaning this, this, this setback, this failure, this thing I've done, this mistake, where I've planted this seed and it hasn't taken root, that it fell on bad soil, it was a bad idea, bad partners, a bad situation, a bad relationship. That seed was planted in bad soil. That's not of me. I'm not judged according to that. By saying this is not of me, allowed him to keep being his do, keep being his why. Why? Why is he able to keep doing? Because he was a good news merchant. He was an ambassador of opportunity. That's what a doership is all about. 
See, education and talent will fail you, but doership, this idea of just psychotic work ethic, the one thing you can control is what you do, your own output, your own effort, your own ambition. Nobody can give you that. I can't teach you ambition. A professor at school can't teach you ambition. He can teach you math, but he can't make you go around applying it. So you can know all kinds of math and not be an investor and not be participating in the wonders of compound interest. You know all of this stuff. You have a college degree, you're smart, and yet you're not an investor. You're not growing wealth. You're not compounding. You're not leveraging yourself. You make money only when you're up. You're not making money 24 hours a day. You're not collecting dividends for work you didn't do or an investment you did five years ago, $5,000 ago that you, that you invested one time five years ago is now 30000 and it's just one of many investments because you sow. Some go down. Some fall on bad ground. But the farmer, he's diligent. No way he would make the same mistake twice. And just like you, he said, me, not again. I'm not going to do that again. I ain't stupid. And you promised you'd never screw up like you did last time. I'm not picking no more stocks like that. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not launching no more businesses like that. I'm not doing that again. I'm not putting myself out there. And yet, most great ideas, most great businesses, great products, great themes, great things in life come out of failure. Edison, when we think of the light bulb, the most famous one, I mean, he, he learned 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. And there's a story after story, cliche story after story, but you know that's true. No, we're diligent. Me and you, we're diligent. And maybe we've repeated the phrase, I'm not going to make that mistake again more than once. Maybe we said we wouldn't screw up again and then we did. Well, that's how the farmer felt as well. Except this time, even though he tossed good seeds exactly where he was supposed to, and even though he was perfect, oh crap. Forgot about the birds. And birds came and they ate the seed to be a sower. In other words, life ain't fair. And things are going to happen to you and come along in the way. And there's going to be COVID-19. I wasn't prepared for that. I don't know, were you? That wasn't on my list. Because it seemed like we had a hell of a stock market rally going. We had a hell of a great economy growing. We had a very controversial president. But it was hard to argue with the fact that a lot more people were prosperous. Hello. And then COVID-19. Housing crisis. Tech boom. Oil crash, savings and loan scandal. Sometimes you sow seeds. Sometimes you do everything right. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you and you're going to have problems. Yeah, you own the house, but the renter caught it on fire. That happens. You bought the house, you can't see underground, and the pipes go bad, it's $6,000 repair. That doesn't make real estate bad. Fucking birds ate your sow. You sowed a seed and a bird picked it up. But you're a doer. 
You eat it. You don't internalize that. I am not of that. That's not me. That's the random roll of the dice. Bird showed up. But how I handled that situation, that is me. My response. So you can't take my psychotic work ethic from me. You can't take that. You can choose whether I get a diploma. But you can't take what I put out. That's on me. That's called ambition. Doership. This old man, Bird showed up. Birds showed up in my life a lot too. I'm sure they've shown up in yours. And guess what? Life happens. Like the time you sold someone on your idea, you were selling them a car and they were all in on it and they were going to buy this car and then they went home and their mom or their dad or their girlfriend or their husband or their wife got in their ear and you lost the prospect and it's no longer a sell. Even though you have the best product that would fit their needs and what they were about to do was an honorable transaction that would profit both you and your customer, they decided to cancel the deal. That's not of you. That's not you. You did what you were supposed to do. You followed the script. You pitched the product. You tried to benefit the customer and the deal didn't close. You put the bid, you drove around, you found the house, you put in the bid, you didn't get it. You saw the stock, you catch the breakout, it moves up and then it crashes. Falls 20%. Life happens. Birds eat seeds. People cancel deals. No problem. See, our friend the farmer, he looks up into the supernatural. Just like he said last time, he said, I, I'm not of this. Greater is me who's in the world. My belief in myself, my own ability, my ability to prosper. All of the money that I want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, and checkbooks of other people. Same for you. And it's through our service to those people. Our doership. You may be talented at work, but you'll mess up. And you may have a great prodigy and you have great education, but that doesn't mean you'll make the right moves. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that. But it could definitely help you and it definitely assist you. Now, if you combine doership with talent and with education and you're on fire, ambassador of opportunity. Always use your better to speak to your best. Farmer says, I'm not of that. So he continued to sow and reap. How does he continue through all of the problems, through the bad soil and through the birds? Because he decided that he or she was not of the birds. He's not of the negative people. He is not his failure. Failure is the process of falling forward fast. So he continued because all doers do. And he rose above the shame and the guilt that most people save up because they fake themselves out. Actually believing they have control of anything. Not understanding that forces outside of yourself, bad soil, bad partners, bad relationships, natural disasters, 
pandemics, bad soil, and birds. They're not of you. But how you respond to the birds, how you respond to the soil, that is of you. This lesson, the story that I've tried to share, probably not well, was inspired by the late, great Jim Rohn, teacher to mankind. Nothing got in his way, and once he planted and sowed, at this time his seed took hold. Farmer in the stories, one of my mentors, and now I never met this man, but I've read a lot of his books and tapes and CDs and used them throughout my selling and motive, you know, just to keep me motivated, keep me on that certain way, on that path to be, to do the 1%, to work a little bit longer, to go a little bit harder, to do the eight day, to do the push, to hold myself accountable to a system, to a strategy that every day I would seek to get a little bit richer. I would, and I began to lay out these goals and these ideas that I would buy a house every year. <clears throat> so I had to live a life to prove the things that I was saying. That I didn't want, I wanted to live a different life. I didn't want to depend on anyone else. <clears throat> I wanted to do work I loved when I wanted to do it. See, the sower, nothing got in his way. He realized there'd be bad soil. He realized there'd be birds, and he planted and sowed. And sometimes the seeds took hold. About time, right? Sometimes you just close the deal. Sometimes you get dealt 21. Sometimes you buy a stock and it goes up $50 a share. Sometimes you get blackjack. But you have to be there to play. You have to take the next hand. You can't get blown out. Sometimes the birds carry the seeds. They don't get a chance to eat them, and as they're carrying them away, they drop them, and that seed gets planted next door. A friend of a friend of a friend buys a car from you. A deal that fell through manifests again in your life and makes you $10,000 because of the way you handled the situation. The farmer plows ahead. He says, I'm not of that. Some will, some won't, so what? Next Some people will ignore you, even though you are a good giver. You could have helped them, so as great as you are. Oh well. You just look up and you say, some will, some won't, so what next? And that will give you the power to know that you aren't of God. Just a good news merchant. You're not of failure. Not of failure. You are 10 foot tall. <laughs> 10 foot tall and bulletproof. So here's the general theme of my message. Here's one idea as time has come, you were born to hear. It goes like this. The more responsibility that you assume, the more can have be and do 
even more interesting is this. The mind, it doesn't know and it can't tell the difference between a little responsibility and a lot. It doesn't know. So the mind, it's like cooking a frog. You just add one more thing. You just... How did, how did, <clears throat> how did Tony Robbins write a 471-page book while on tour doing seminars? How did Ben Franklin manage his umpteen various businesses? How did Donald Trump manage his empire, write up massive books, TV shows, and become president? How do they do this? Now, I've talked on this idea of the Alpha Code in previous recordings. But it's this idea they learn to manage the smallest of things. The idea is to learn to manage a little well and then to slowly add in just a little bit more and a little bit more. What's weird? And like I said, your brain can't tell the difference between you managing a little versus you managing an empire.